motherfucking prick, lick my dick, you motherfucking prick, lick my dick, you motherfucking prick, <laughs> you motherfucking prick. Hey everybody, hey everybody, it is uh, me, am I, Stu? Alistair with me as always are the dogs. I got Wee Dog at the end of the couch. Hi, Wee. Hi, baby. Uh, Sadie Dog is lying on the floor looking into the porch. I see Cow Cat. I do not see Larry. So that means he is upstairs shitting. On my bed, he's shitting on my bed, that's what he's doing. Shitting on my bed, that's what he's doing. Shitting on my bed, that's what he's doing. Because he's a fucking cat. <laughs> but hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. How was your day? How was your day, everybody? How was it? Was it good? Was it fun? Was it exciting? God damn, I hope it was. Uh, why? Because today is July 10th, 2020. Uh, Trace, hopefully it was a good day at work, good day doing whatever you do on a Monday. If it wasn't, have a beer, go to bed, wake up, and tomorrow is Tuesday. I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. You remember Wimpy at all? Wimpy from Popeye? He always used to say that shit. Huge fucking mooch. Love those hamburgs. Loved them. But hopefully you did have a good day, everybody. Hopefully you did. Uh, maybe it was your first day back at work. I had to work today. Wasn't sure what I was going to be doing. Ended up doing warehouse work. But oh, hey, if you're new to the podcast, thanks for listening. Uh, I always forget to introduce myself. I'm Stu McAllister, the host of the podcast. Comedian for a long time, social work for a social worker for a longer time, and now I make mistakes. And that mistake is working for the West Michigan Whitecaps as a uh, Dibidot delivery driver. I deliver Dibidot ice cream. I am the ice cream man. Honk at me as I'm passing by. Is that it? Honk me passing by. I don't know. David Lee Roth, whatever. Uh, so that's what I do. Go all over the state, delivering dividends. But today, today, uh, there was only one route. And, uh, Kylie, Kylie was doing the route. She did the route. Kylie, she did the route. So what did that mean for yours truly? Man, I was at the warehouse doing warehouse work. I was doing, uh, what we like to call bitch work. Because <laughs> it's cleaning and organizing and things of that nature. Uh, it's a lot of shit where you, you get dirty and it's not fun and you, maybe you're doing some gross things. We, I was up in the, uh, we kind of have like an attic area of the warehouse. That's where we store a lot of shit and we were putting some freezers back up there. And I opened up the lid of one and fuck me and my mom. It was nothing but mold inside. Just hot nasty stanky mold i'm pretty sure i caught a disease of some kind uh when i opened up that lid it, it just blasted me in the face multiple spores entered into my nostrils and just worked their way to my brain if i had a functioning brain i'd probably be dead 
but I don't. So uh, so that's what I did. I took that on. I was like, hey, hey, man. I told my boss, Todd. I was like, Todd, we got to bring this down and clean it out. It's filthy as fuck. And he's like, all right, let's do it. So we did it. Or I, I did it. I did it. I took a lot of shit from upstairs in the attic area. We, we had like uh, the, these food containers and baseball cups that they use for dipping Dots. But we, we don't use it. It's shit over at the ballpark. You know, you get those little uh, plastic baseball helmets that they scoop dipping Dot ice cream into. I don't sell that shit. I don't do that fucking shit. So they're at the warehouse, and I always look at my boss. I'm like, why the fuck are they here? We don't use them. We don't need them. Get them the fuck out of here. And Todd, Todd, he would hem and haw about shit, and what, and shit wouldn't get done. So at one point today, when Todd wasn't looking, <laughs> Todd wasn't looking, I threw like 12 of those boxes down the stairs. I threw the two boxes of uh, paper boats that, you know, hold like french fries, those paper boats. And then I found a couple fucking cases of uh, clam uh, clam containers. <laughs> that, that's what they should call lingerie, clam containers. <laughs> hey, check out my fancy new clam container. <laughs> oh, that's pretty nice silky <laughs> so i took him over to the where uh, over to the uh to the ballpark and the i actually did it in two runs and the first time a guy like caught me dropping off shit and i just said hey man i got baseball helmets for you where do you want me to put them i didn't give him a choice i said i am bringing this shit to you where's it going motherfucker Where's it going, motherfucker? Where's it going, motherfucker? He's like, just put them on the pallet, and I did. And so when I went back, I saw the stuff on the pallet, and so I just added to it. Get that shit out of here. I don't want your shit. You don't have our shit. C control your shit. And I always think, too, because those cups, those baseball helmets, have been at our warehouse since I started, like five fucking years ago. Maybe they wouldn't need to order anymore if they took the ones they had from us. Or fuck, who knows? Maybe they've fucking still been using whatever ones. Who the hell knows? It's crazy. Crazy. Crazy for you. So we had a load come in. We had a nice moist load come in. <laughs> so we had to fill all the freezers when it came in. It was six fucking... Uh, Six fucking pallets, which is a lot. It was a lot, everybody. But we did it. We got it done. I cleaned shit. It was good. It was a good day. It was a good day. Good day. Good day. Shit that just need to be taken care of. And nobody else is going to take care of the shit. So we took care of shit. Taking care of business, everybody. That's what you do. Some days you just got to take care of business. The thought was that I was going to have to go up to Mackinac City because the uh, there's uh, I'm not going to tell you the name of the hotel, but it's a grand hotel on Mackinac Island, <laughs> and they sell Dippin' Dots there, and they're dumb as fuck. <laughs> they ordered one case, one, 
And I'm looking at my boss like, are we really going to travel four hours one way to give them one case? A case? Fuck. No, we're not. No. Why? No. But Todd, he likes to bend over backwards for customer service, right? So uh, eventually was like, no, we're not going to do it. We're not, we're not doing it. I'm like, good, 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 good. Because part of the problem too, everybody, is that you got to be there at like 4, 4.30 in the morning. And as I said, it's a four-hour drive one way to get there. So you got to leave it like midnight because that's when the ferry uh, leaves pretty early in the morning and you got to get there in time for the ferry. So it's dumb. It's dumb. So I didn't have to do it. I got to do a couple placements tomorrow in Detroit. Always fun. I was thought, I did a couple placements on Friday that I talked about. And I was talking with the sales manager because the sales manager doesn't know shit from shit. He just gets these accounts and he starts them, but he, he's never been there. He doesn't know what these things look like. He doesn't know shit about shit. And so uh, I was telling him, like, two of the three gas stations I went to had bulletproof glass. And I'm not going to lie, everybody. When I see bulletproof glass that's there, like, every, all fucking day, every day, I'm like, why are we here? Why are we selling Dippin' Dots where these people are fearful for their fucking lives? <laughs> to me, it seems like this is the last place you want to sell Dippin' Dots. But this guy's all about fucking money. Money, 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 money. Money. That's what he's about. And uh, I get, hold on a second. I got to find the right fucking... That's what he's thinking about, everybody. That's what he's, he's just thinking money. I'm making money. I'm making money. And I'll tell you guys this too. No, no. We're getting a count. He way oversells them. A freezer will hold like 20 cases or so. He, he likes to sell them 16 to 17. And uh, I'm going to tell you right now, everybody, a, a gas station should get like eight. <laughs> it should get half of what he sells them. But it's like you get that immediate fucking number, right? But you're not thinking future because all I can see is they're going to have a power outage and shit's going to melt down. Someone's going to unplug it. There's going to be problems and they're going to bitch. They're going to whine. And it's not, it's not good business. It's just not good business. But what do I know? I'm, I'm the dumb fucking driver. I'm the fucking idiot. And so he's just, he's just like... You ever talk to somebody, and as you're talking with them, you like, in your head, you're going, this motherfucker is not paying attention to anything that I'm fucking saying, right? Like, you just know it. Like, in this guy's head, it's just kind of like... I mean, that's all it is. There's nothing going on upstairs. He's... He's thinking about other shit. I mean, that's all it is. It's it, it, it's frustrating because he's a person. He's not my boss, but he's the guy who kind of controls some shit. I'm like, fuck, fuckity fuck, right? You just fucking you want to get work done. I mean, do you have a boss? Do you have a coworker? Is there someone in your life as you're talking with them? You're just like that. Nothing's nothing's gonna happen here. I might as well talk to the wall. Turn around, just talk to the wall, and I'll get the same response. And it's uh, it's incredibly 
it's incredibly frustrating for me, everybody, because as much as I, I very much understand that the job that I do is very, very stupid. It's a, it's a dumb fucking job. I enjoy it, unfortunately. And I take a little bit of pride in my job. Uh, so I just want to make sure things are done correctly. Fuck. Whatever. All right. All right. All right. So uh, this weekend, uh, I was watching uh, a documentary on Netflix about American gladiators, right? I don't know if you guys have watched it or not. I would I would tell you to watch it. I think there's like six episodes. It's either six or eight episodes. They're all like under an hour each. And um, it, it, it's pretty much from, you know, the perspective of the gladiator, the, 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 the person out there smashing people. Now, I don't really remember watching the show. You're like, I was not a regular. I'd watch it here or there, but, you know, I, I could not have told you the names of any gladiators. Like, if you were to fucking put a gun in my head and they're like, give me a name of a gladiator, and I'd be like, uh, Spartacus? Like, I don't, you know, fuck, I don't, I don't remember. So it was from their perspective, and so it was pretty interesting, you know, it was like how they, they got on it, they were all like, I don't want to say failed athletes or whatever, but they were, you know, people who didn't make it as far as they would have wanted in something else. And here they got this opportunity to entertain. I'm like, hey, more power to you, right? Fuck, right? I didn't get as far as I wanted in the comedy world. Now I'm I'm clearly a very successful podcaster. I have six six people listening, so successful. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's pretty good. You know, each episode kind of had its own little theme to it. You know, the, the relationships with each, uh, each other, uh, substance use, painkiller use, all the injuries, the highs and the lows. Apparently, there was an American Gladiator tour, you know, kind of like the American Idol, where they went, would go on tour with the, with the uh, contestants. It was the same thing with American Gladiator. I had no fucking clue. I don't remember that shit. So it was pretty good, but then I realized, like, I think there's another one. There was another documentary, and I, I went and I looked, and there is. There's another documentary. That one was on Netflix. The other one was on um, ESPN. It was like a 30 for 30. And I'll tell you guys this. I I much preferred the ESPN one, the, the 30 for 30, because those guys are... Um, the, the, they're documentarians. Is that what you would call them? They're, they're filmmakers who do documentaries. Like, this this is what we do. And they got a certain style and technique and everything else. And they make it interesting. And it, and it, was, a, it was a longer one. Usually, 30 for 30s, uh, like, a episode. But this one was broken up into two halves. It was like one was an hour and a half and another one was an hour and a half. So... Ultimately, it was still shorter time-wise, but I, I, I liked it better because it kind of it focused more on the guy who, who created it and how he came up with the concept, and he was from Erie, Pennsylvania, and he was, he was very much like an odd character. He reminded me of a used car salesman uh, with a splash of Donald Trump. <laughs> there was very much like... There was a lot about him to not like. Um, 
he 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 very you know, he said him himself he's like you'll hate me you'll or no what was it you'll like me you'll hate me and then you'll love me and I'm like I think more people are probably stuck on the hate part because they talked about a lot of like what he did and um, there were other people involved and stuff and and they got kind of pushed to the side I mean this is all shit that wasn't talked about in the other one. And it was funny too. They they had some some people were in both, but a lot of people, a lot of the gladiators who were in the first one were not in the second one because they hated the fucking owner. As I said, they clearly were stuck on the hate part. <laughs> and um, I didn't I didn't have any bitter liking of him uh, when the whole thing was over. But I would encourage you if you get a chance to wa- either watch the one on Netflix. Or to watch the one on ESPN, you should you should give them a shot. Definitely watch both if you can. I mean, I don't I don't mean to brag, but I have uh, Netflix and I have ESPN, so there we go. So uh, apparently, I did not know this. They brought they brought back American Gladiators in like 2008. Hulk Hogan was like the host, and I'm like going, wow, that sounds not good. But apparently, it was funny. Um, of all the times that the show came into existence. Like the first one was 87 or 88. It was late eighties. And in 2008, both times it was because there was a writer strike going on. And so it was sort of like a reality television. I mean, these writer strikes are what brought on reality TV because it's a cheap content and you don't really need anyone to fucking write anything. Although I'll tell you guys now, a good portion of reality TV is is scripted. Don't don't you fucking for a second believe Real Housewives of fucking Trent, New Jersey, and fucking uh, keeping up with the bitches uh, is completely unscripted. Is completely riffed. Fuck that. Those dumb fucks. <laughs> they don't know what the fuck they're doing. So go get, go give that go give them a watch, for Christ's sake, Christ's sake. Anyway, oh God, I'm tired, man. I am uh, I am tired. Red. All right, what is happening? What's going? All right, uh, I actually got sent this, and then I heard about it on um, the news podcast that I listened to. But apparently, good old Larry Nasser, good old Larry. Uh, if you don't remember Larry Nasser, he was the doctor at Michigan State who sexually abused a shit ton of underaged female gymnasts, right? Um, and so he was convicted a while back. Uh, he's been in prison since 2017. He pled guilty to sexually abusing underage girls while serving as the team doctor at USA Gymnastics and for the Michigan State Gymnastics team. More than 250 women came forward. Jesus Christ. So he's, he's going to be in prison. I think it's like 40 years. He's 59. He's pretty. He's never going to get out of prison. He's going to die in prison. Right? Whatever. He's, he's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. But apparently, uh, yesterday, uh, there was some street justice going down in 
whatever prison he's in, the uh, some United States Penitentiary in Coleman, Florida, or United States Penitentiary Coleman in Florida. Apparently he was stabbed a couple times. He was stabbed in the back, stabbed in the chest during an altercation with a, with a fellow incarcerated person. I, what does that mean? With a fucking other person in prison, another goddamn scumbag in prison. I wonder what, what kind of prison he's in, right? Now, he's a doctor, right? He came from means. Uh, I don't want to say that the, the crime he committed was a white-collar crime, but he clearly he's like a white-collar criminal. Uh, and so it makes me wonder, like, what kind of prison is he in? Like, who who is he around? What is the security level like? Like, none of these, these fucking questions that I have in my brain are being answered. I'm, I'm also like... Uh, who was the dude that stabbed him? <laughs> Why did he stab him? Did he stab him because like, oh, fuck, you're Larry Nassar, the guy who sexually abused all these women? I'm going to have to fucking kill you. Or was it like, hey, bitch, give me your pudding cup or I will stab you? Like, well, I mean, there's a big fucking difference. I want to fucking know. Were they like, Larry, you snore too much at night. I'm going to have to stab you. <laughs> right? I'm, I'm assuming... Larry has a roommate or a cellmate or whatever, bunkmate, whatever. Larry just doesn't seem like the kind of guy who can handle prison life well, right? He seems like a, a meek, mild piece of shit. And that's probably why he was preying on young girls, because he's a meek, mild piece of shit. And now someone's coming along and talking to him in prison and going, Hey, you meek, mild piece of shit. Meet my shank that I made out of a goddamn toothbrush. Enjoy. Hey, meet my shiv that I made out of a comb. Enjoy. <laughs> right? Now, am I sad about this? Absolutely not. Right? I, I am not feeling bad for anyone who committed the atrocities that Larry Nasser did. And that's the problem that I have. All of these fucks... When we were talking about the dumb billionaires who passed away in the goddamn submarine, uh, again, more people that I just don't care about, mostly because they fucked around and they found out, right? I mean, essentially, that was that whole story for me. Of these fucking idiots, these, these rich fucks, are doing something incredibly stupid, right? They're getting in this, this fucking contraption that nobody should fucking get in, and now they're going to go down and they're going to go look at the goddamn fucking Titanic, which anybody can because there's fucking all these goddamn documentaries and films about it. We need, we, you don't need to go down and see this thing in person. But they're like, hey, I'm rich as fuck. I got to waste my money on something. And they go and they do it and they die. I'm like, well, hey, you do dumb shit. Dumb shit happens, right? And all these people are like, oh, my God. A human life is a human life. And I'm like, no, not, no, no, absolutely not, right? Uh, I don't wish harm upon anybody, but when shit goes down in Chinatown, I'm not fucking crying about it. Oh, you did something dumb, this and that's, that's the consequence? Well, all right, fine, there you go. Oh, you fucking committed a horrendous crime, and now somebody came along and stabbed you because of it? Uh, you know, that fucking, that's what happens, right? You, you fucking, you get involved in horrible shit, it's, and horrible shit happens to you. There's a reason. 
I do not believe that human life is, is a miracle. Because I look around and I see goddamn miracles every fucking day then. And a miracle is not supposed to be fucking everywhere. Right? Sometimes I think the miracle is that some of you fucking survived. That's the goddamn miracle. I'm not really sure how, how you've managed to stay alive and you haven't died. That's the fucking miracle. A miracle would be being in the same room with like 10 people who won the lottery. That's the fucking miracle. That's the miracle that I want. I've met people. Eh, they're not fucking miracles. I have never met a lottery winner. <laughs> That's the goddamn miracle. Don't fucking talk to me about miracles. Fucking. And are you going to tell me that Larry Nasser's life has meaning and purpose? Maybe at one point it did when he was becoming a doctor, but fuck, he perverted it and he used that to fucking prey upon people. Fuck him. His life is over. Now, I'm not saying that we should kill him. Uh, and I'm not saying he'll be rehabilitated because he won't. Uh, I've said it before. I'll say it again. You do not rehabilitate sex offenders. You, you control them through external stimuli. You will lose your job. You will lose your house. You will lose relationships. You will lose your freedom. That, that's the motivator. There's no internal motivator of like, you know, I really shouldn't fucking sexually assault this person because of X, Y, and Z. They don't think that way. They think like, oh, if I sexually assault this person, I'm going to go to jail. And I fucking hate jail. I don't have access to the internet. So, yeah. Fuck. Fuck sex, sex offenders. Fuck Larry Nasser. Uh, fuck those billionaires who fucking imploded. Jeez, what a horrible death. But apparently it's pretty quick. So whatever. Whatever. Well, that was a weird rant. Didn't plan on that. Uh, do you want to stick with, uh, you want to stick with dumb shit? There was a Tennessee soccer coach who left his phone at a restaurant and when the, the wait staff found it, they were trying to go through it. This is what I don't understand. They were going through this guy's phone. How the fuck did they get into his phone? I got a lock thing on my phone. If I fucking, if, if I'm not doing anything on it for 30 seconds, it locks me out. <laughs> But somehow they got on this guy's phone because they're just trying to go through it to see if fucking uh, they can figure out who it belongs to. And as they're going through it, this is when they're like going, this is when they were being like busy buddies to me, right? And, and God bless America that they were because they're, uh, they're looking at his pictures and videos. Like, why would you do it? Like, if I find a phone, I'm not looking through their goddamn pictures. I'm just like looking through their, I would look through their phone and then I would call somebody and I'd be like, hey, is this Billy? Uh, yeah, Billy, uh, I'm not the person that called you. You, Whoever called you, whatever the name is that came up on it is whoever. Uh, can you tell them that I have their phone? That's what you fucking do. But apparently these people like were looking through his phone and they were looking at his pictures and they found hundreds of videos and pictures of fucking child pornography. Jesus Christ. Camilo Hurtado Campos, 63, is being held on allegation of child rape and sexual exploitation of a minor. Jesus Christ. Franklin police said at least 10 children ages 9 to 17 were drugged, raped, and filmed by Campos. Fucking Christ. 
Detectives said the children in the videos were in such an unconscious state that they might not realize they were victims. Fucking Christ. Franklin police said Campos has lived in the Franklin area for 20 years. He would recruit children nearby playgrounds to play on a soccer team. Yeah, and to get fucked. <laughs> hey, you want to play soccer? Here, now take, uh, take some of this candy. It might make you feel a little tired, but that's perfectly normal. So thank God uh, these people were busybodies. <laughs> like, it was like, uh, who's, who was the busybody neighbor on Bewitched? Mrs. Crabapple? Crabapple? Something like that. She was always spying on them, on the Stevens. Fucking wondering what they were doing. That's what we, sometimes we need more busybodies. And in this instance, somebody was a busybody. And it was for the right fucking reason. They fucking nailed this fucking fuck. How long do you think he's been doing shit? He's 63. He's probably been doing it since he was 20. So probably 40 fucking years. It's only, you know, only been like the last couple years, you know, the last decade or so, where people have had this constant access and ability to reach for a fucking phone and film everything. I'll t I tell you guys all the goddamn time, if you're somewhere, just assume there's a camera on you. There's a camera. You're being filmed. You're being recorded. When you're picking your nose, when you're pulling underwear out of your ass, someone's filming it. <laughs> and it's going to be on YouTube somewhere. N nose pickers are us or whatever. Ass pickers are is you. <laughs> right? Well, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy, fuck that guy. I, I'm going to say this out loud. I posted this on Twitter. But um, I, I, I've tried to, I tried to get into the show. I've tried. And it's a show everybody seems to love. And oh my God, it's going to win all sorts of awards, whatever this or that. I, I can't get it. I actually, I watched the full season, the first season. I watched all of it. And the second season came out a little while ago. And I watched like the first two episodes. And I'm like, I'm out. I am out. I can't take it anymore. And it's uh, it's the show on FX. You can watch it on Hulu. It's called The Bear. Have you watched it? It's about this guy who is like a really good chef. And uh, he left Chicago. And he went to New York City to become a chef. And his brother was back in Chicago running kind of like a fucking roast beef sandwich place or whatever and then his brother died and so the the younger brother comes back and uh to take over the this fucking sandwich shop and it's a wreck and so like the concept sounds interesting but i just find it real fucking boring as fuck boring as fuck hey sadie what are you doing sadie is just getting so old i i go to put her outside and the door is to the right of one of the cat trees. And then for whatever reason, sometimes she goes to the left. And there's nothing there to the left other than the wall. <laughs> so she's just there, like, in front, staring at the wall. And I'm like, no, Sadie Dog, you can't. You can't go outside staring at the wall. What are you doing? What are you doing, Sadie girl? So I just can't get into the bear, and I feel bad about it because I know everybody seems to love it, and I'm very clearly I'm very indifferent to it. So, do you guys like it? Uh, let me. Do you, have you watched it? Do you know what I'm talking about? I, I would tell you to not watch it. That's something I can't give it any thumbs up my butt. No thumbs up my butt.
for the bear. I tried. I tried. Excuse. Whoa, what was that? What was that? Uh, do you guys know the name Kyle Rittenhouse? Do you know that name? If you don't recognize or remember that name, good for fucking you. God damn. Good for fucking you. Uh, but Kyle Rittenhouse, if you don't remember, he was 17 years old. He went to Kenosha, Wisconsin. He was from Illinois. He went to Kenosha because apparently there were like protests and riots happening there back in 2020. And uh, when he was there, he fatally shot two men. He was 17 years old. He was acquitted at his trial in November 2021 after his defense lawyers argued he had acted in self-defense. And I watched the video, and, uh, I mean, maybe he did, but I'm going to say, like, he acted in self-defense because, again, he put himself in a shitty situation where he should not have been. A 17-year-old who was not there with anybody else, no supervision, no parents, no nothing. He just went on his own. With an AR-17? Is that what it fucking was? What are they saying here? Uh, AR-15 style gun. Why? Why the fuck was he there? He was there to fight. I'm going to be a cop. I'm going to be a peacemaker. Holy shit. I'm 17 and I don't know fuck about fuck. I don't know shit about shit. I don't know fuck about fuck. And he ended up shooting three people, killing two of them. I cannot imagine. You're 17 years old and you shoot three people and you killed two. Whether you're convicted or not, you, you've, you have murdered people. People are dead because of your actions and your consequences. Or the, the consequences of your actions are that people are dead. <laughs> He's 20 now. Do you give a shit about this person? You shouldn't. I don't think there is one 20-year-old out there that I fucking give two fucks about. Like, when they're trying to tell me their opinion. I'm like, look, man. Um, you just fucking got out of prom. Lick my dick, suck my balls. You don't know shit from fuck. <laughs> right? Ugh. God, give me a fucking grizzled old 80 year old man that's the only one i want to fucking talk to he'll tell me to go fuck myself and i'd be like yeah you're probably right i probably should go fuck myself but the reason i bring up kyle rittenhouse is because he's coming to my area of the state he's coming to grand haven good old ottawa county grand haven michigan He's being brought in by the Sons of Liberty PAC and Grand New Party. They're organizing this event for a meet and greet brunch on Wednesday, July 19th. What a weird fucking day for a brunch. A Who's eating brunch on a fucking Wednesday? You eat brunch on like a Sunday or maybe a Saturday. Brunch is a weekend thing. No one eats fucking brunch during the week. Don't you motherfuckers have jobs? Don't, shouldn't you be at work or something? Shouldn't you be a productive motherfucker? Why the fuck are you eating goddamn eggs and sipping on mimosas on a Wednesday, you bitch? <laughs> but anyway, these fuckers from the Sons of Liberty. Again, I'm going to ask you guys this. When did assholes fucking 
take liberty and claim it as their own? When did assholes claim patriot as their own? Anytime I hear someone say, I'm a patriot or I believe in liberty, uh, 10 out of 10 times they're an asshole. 10 out of 10 times they fucking got a gun in their hand. Because they wish the gun was their dick. Oh my God, I got a small peener, but I got a fucking huge gun. So they're, they're bringing him in. And I, what does this 20-year-old got to say that you would fucking give shit about? I don't get it. Uh, one person pushing the event strongly is a former Grand Haven School Board member, Brandon Hall, who was found guilty of election fraud in 2016 in stealing elementary school fundraising money back in 2010. <laughs> After $750 he collected for t-shirt sales and a school fundraiser for the American Cancer Society was missing. <laughs> Fuck. What a piece of shit. You're stealing from kids and from a charity for cancer? You fucking dick. Well, so I, what is this guy going to say? What, what, what would fucking Kyle Rittenhouse have to say to you? Even if you were super like into guns and you were super conservative and whatever else, what is this guy going to fucking tell you? That you're like, you know, eh, this sounds pretty good. This sounds pretty fucking good. It almost makes me want to go because I'm a fucking loser and, and can just take off to go see some shit like this. But you gotta fucking, uh, you gotta pay, I think, right? Let's see here, I'm clicking this link to go to the Facebook Evite. Only 45 people have responded so far, according to Facebook. $45 for breakfast, $75 for a meet and greet with Kyle. Huh. Now, why would you just go for the breakfast? Is he gonna talk? And you can't hear him talk while you're eating and getting drunk on mimosas? Huh. Let's see here. Are you... Well, you got to sign up. It's like, uh, sign me up, email, phone number, first name, last name, mailing address. Are you currently employed? And then it wants you to list your employer's name and occupation. Why? Why, why would you give them this? Why would you give them your fucking job, your employment information. What's the breakfast only? It's going to link. Huh. So you got to pay 45 bucks for a breakfast. Oh. oh my God. The location's not even being fucking uh, put out. It's kind of, this is like a, a don't tell comedy show. Location to be emailed to the registered guests one day before event. So you don't even know where it's going to be. Fucking, they, they, they don't want people out there protesting or whatever. Ah, fuck. If you want to go to that, fucking go at it, I guess. I, I wouldn't pay 45 bucks. I wouldn't pay 45 bucks to see someone I wanted to see. <laughs> I really like that guy. How much is it? 45 bucks? Fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck him right in the goat hole. I don't like him anymore. <laughs> Eat shit. So over the weekend, speaking of eating shit, over the weekend, um, I saw this really weird, uh, this really weird RV that was in the parking lot of Big Lots. <laughs> I went to Big Lots this weekend. They were giving out free suntan lotion, everybody. 
You can't go wrong with free suntan lotion. So it was this huge RV and it was painted very strangely. It had stars on it. It had the state of Michigan and the, the lower peninsula. It had like roots sprouting from it. it had a fucking gun on it. It had a goddamn uh, dinosaur with dolphins on it. U.S. veteran was painted on it. The, the fucking license plate was Liberty, L-I-B-R-T, Liberty, Jesus Christ. And it was, um, essentially, it was a giant billboard for this guy running for governor. Now, I have never heard of this guy, and you have never heard of this guy. And I'm going to bring up his the website right here. Uh, where is it? Hold on. Oops, sorry, everybody. I just want to make sure I'm writing this correctly. Yep. It's a space for the number four, because of course it is, for governor.com. And I'm going to it. And it's the kind of website that you look at and you're like, oh, um, you got this off of fucking uh, uh, Wix. <laughs> you fucking, a, a sixth grader made this for you. Uh, cause it's pretty bad. It's for this guy's name is Evan space and he's, he's running for governor and clearly he's a lunatic or his constituents or people that like him are fucking lunatics because they're driving a goddamn RV with dinosaurs and dolphins together and fucking God on it. So he does have, let's, let's see, schedule and events across Michigan. Let's see. Uh, July 28th, he'll be in Grand Haven. He's in Grand Haven again on the 8th. He's in Grand Rapids at the Cigar Lounge on July 28th. Maybe I should go to that. Let's see what this fucker is about. Let's see. Oh, it's 9 in the morning? Fuck, what the fuck are you doing? Who are, Don't you fucking people have jobs? Who the fuck's going to this shit? He must be running as a Republican because he's at all these, the Mackinac Island Republican Conference in September. Wow. But, all right, I want to read to you, like, um, meet Evan. That's one of the things. You want to you want to meet this guy? And I'm like, no, I do not. His website is so shitty that when I'm clicking the link, it doesn't fucking go to the link. Ugh, so dumb. Uh, all right. He wants to eliminate all business tax. He wants the appointment of the lieutenant governor to run the UP. Jesus. He wants to bring space launch sites and contracts to Michigan. He wants a full active military base in the state. He wants to fix Flint. He's got all these fucking ideas. He wants to bring Hollywood back to Michigan. I'm all right. I'm for that. Where's the hell's his shit? Why wouldn't it? Because it, we, we were reading it the other day and it's pretty fucking ridiculous. But it's not letting me go to it. God, his website is so shitty. It's so fucking shitty. But I'm like going, this guy's got to be a third party person. 
Our goal and mission under Space for Governor is to provide an economic recovery that changes Michigan in the future for everyone. It is our time our state becomes a key component for change in taxes, infrastructure, space exploration, active uh, National Guard, military base, cleaner environment, saving business, small business, and creating hundreds of thousands of jobs. Okay, now, um, this is just me, everybody, but I think there's a reason space exploration happens in, like, Florida and Texas and shit like that. I think the majority of it is just the fucking weather. It's the goddamn weather. Why do we need an active National Guard military base in Michigan? This guy's a fucking idiot. Go check out the website yourself, and you can see, and then it'll just make you laugh and go, fuck, so anybody can just run for governor? Anyone can? Because this guy's a fucking idiot. All right, I'm, I'm done. I'm fucking done with this shit. All right, everybody, if you, let me see. If you can do me a solid on a couple things, uh, if you can go like the Facebook page, go like the Twitter page, that would be awesome. I'm still on Twitter. I'm not going to go to threads. Fucking Christ, I am tired of all these social media platforms. I'm not going to fucking do it. No. You going to do it, Stu? No, I'm not. Uh, if you can check out my T Public store, check out my Macari store. That would be awesome. Please do that. If you could rate, review, subscribe on the freebie, that would be great. I'm going to a website right now real quick. Uh, all right. Um, and then if you guys can do a couple things for me. One, if you can su consider subscribing to the Patreon. I, this episode was shit. I know it was shit. It is not an... Well, actually, it is a good indicator of what the Patreon episodes are. But uh, the Patreon episodes are behind the paywall on Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Uh, five bucks a month. What do you get for it? More. <laughs> what do you get? More. Not less. More. More podcasting. Uh, so if you can consider subscribing, that would be awesome. And then if you can do a couple things for me, go to Instagram. Check out my buddy Mark's uh, page over there. It's called Bear Boards and Tables. Bear like a grizzly. Bear Boards and Tables. Uh, Mark makes a lot of things out of wood. He sells them on Macari, so you'll find the link to his Macari store over there on Instagram. So check out all the things that he has for sale, and if you don't see anything you like, let him know that you were like, oh, I would like this, and then he can probably do it. Like I asked him, I said, hey man, can you make a holder for my sports cards? I'm big into collecting uh, football cards. And he's like, I can, and he did, and it's great. So go check him out, Bear Boards and Tables over on Instagram then uh, you can stay there on Instagram and you can check out Matt Harper Art. He is on Instagram and TikTok and Matt has a store on Etsy, Barefoot Gnome, where he sells uh, clay gnomes and he doodles and he does artwork. He does all sorts of cool shit. So go buy something from Matt at Barefoot Gnome. That would be great. Again, check him out, Matt Harper Art on TikTok and Instagram. That's Matt with two T's. The extra T is for titties. Then uh, go over to Facebook for these next ones. Uh, extra Levels Gaming and their website, ExtraLevelsGaming.com. It is a uh, small independent video game store in Holt, Michigan. None of you live near it, so go check out their website and buy some video games from those guys. 
help out the small guy, right? I don't know if he's if the prices are good or not. I haven't played video games in forever. But go check them out. Maybe you'll find something for your old uh, Xbox or your new Nintendo or whatever, right? Check them out. ExtraLevelsGaming.com Check out Magic JVM, John Badass Midgley. He's got it paid for his magic stuff. He does a lot of drawings, magicians. He's a very talented individual, so check him out. Magic JBM. Uh, check out the Sunday Slaw. That's Adam and Stephanie House. They eat a lot of coleslaw. They do Facebook Live videos of themselves eating coleslaw. And uh, they give it the yay or the nay. And they're going to be starting up a new podcast. I don't know what it's going to be about, but the two of them are going to podcast. They're busy people. So look for that. And uh, on top of it all, uh, Adam is a part of a charitable organization called uh, Alex's Arcade. And they're having a golf outing on Saturday, September 9th uh, at the Bellawood Golf Course in Macomb, Michigan. And all the proceeds from that will go to Alex's Arcade to help people out with uh, kids uh, in their family dealing with pediatric cancer. So it's a positive thing. And uh, it's on their website now. Adam put the stuff on the website. So if you do go to alexsarcade.org right now, you will see the information for uh, how to uh, golf, register to golf, or to become a sponsor. So pretty simple. Uh, and then last but not least, check out West Michigan uh, Sports Cards and Trading Memorabilia. Or what did I say? West Michigan. Did, am I drunk? And the answer to that is <laughs> the answer to that is yes. I'm not drunk, everybody. I'm just tired. It is uh, West Michigan Trading Cards and Sports Memorabilia. I said it right. But uh, if you're into trading cards, sports cards, if you want to sell cards, buy cards, trade cards, show off cards, go check it out. You don't necessarily need to live in West Michigan. Uh, plenty of people from all over the country have joined the group. So just ask to join and we'll let you in. Uh, we ask that you just don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. And uh, you're good to go. So do all those things for me if you could. And uh, that's it. I'm done. You guys are great. Thanks for listening. I will see you guys tomorrow for the Patreon, or I will see you on Thursday for the next freebie. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. We'll talk to you later. Don't be a dick. Okay, bye.